Hi, I'm Sarah Buino, and you're listening to Conversations with a Wounded Healer. I am a psychotherapist in Chicago. My practice is called Head Heart Therapy, and there we specialize in treating people who suffer from addiction and shame. And I had this idea for a podcast fairly recently after an interesting experience that I had, and I wanted to share with you how it came to be born. So back in 2017, uh, June of 2017, I was interviewed for a podcast called The Creative Imposter by a woman named Andrea Clunder. And when I'd heard about Andrea's podcast, essentially, it's all about exploring the struggles with imposter syndrome, which is essentially, you know, people, if they knew, if they knew the real me, or if they knew what crazy stuff goes on in my head, they would know I'm not good enough or wherever it is that I am. And it's something that a fair number of people in positions of, in all positions that they struggle with. And because shame is one of my specialties and imposter syndrome is, is basically created from shame and perfectionism, I thought that I, I had a lot to speak to this, not only professionally, but also personally as well. So I was interviewed at a time when I was really in the thick of some perfectionistic struggles. My business was growing in a way that was exciting, but also terrifying. And I was really in the thick of feeling imposter syndrome. And when I recorded the interview, I really thought that I sounded like a complete lunatic and told myself, oh my God, she's never going to use this. It was such a terrible interview. It was, I sounded crazy and I'm never going to hear from her again. And I didn't hear from her for a really long time. Actually, it was about six months. And so, you know, I, it wasn't like it was in the forefront of my mind, but kind of still in the back of my mind, if it would pop up, I'd think, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed by that or ashamed actually. And about six months later, Andrea contacted me and said, oh, your episode's almost ready. I'll let you know. It's probably going to be up next week. And immediately I thought, oh shit, like there's no way this is going to be good. I'm going to sound terrible. You know, all those things that we tell ourselves when we fear not being good enough. And I listened to the podcast when it came out and the experience that I had of listening to it was really interesting. I'm a performer, you know, I grew up in show choir and singing in bands and performing in plays and and all of that fun stuff. So I wasn't necessarily concerned about, you know, hearing my own voice or anything like that, but I was kind of testing myself as I was listening and when she would ask a question, I would think in my head, you know, what's my response going to be? And everything that I thought in my head was nowhere near as eloquent as what actually came out of my mouth in the interview. And I was like, oh, that's, well, I'm kind of impressed with myself there. And that feeling of almost being outside of myself, listening to this person who sounded like she knew what the fuck she was talking about was, you know, I felt proud of myself before for many things that I've done in my life, but the feeling of pride that I experienced in that moment was more of a, a maternal, parental feeling of love. And it, it felt like I was proud of my younger self somehow. And in that moment, I was like, holy shit, I think this is what self-love feels like. And it was so overwhelming. And awesome and joyful. And so I put up the podcast on the website, sent it to a couple friends and shared it. And, you know, I got some overwhelmingly positive feedback, which, you know, obviously is lovely and, and feels great. But the thing that people kept saying over and over is that the marriage of vulnerability and professionalism was really refreshing and inspiring to people. And 
when I got that feedback, I just kept thinking like, I'm, I'm not the only one who does this. I'm, I'm not the only person who talks this way. All of my friends, we talk this way. And so I kind of had the idea that we should be bringing this information to a little bit more of a public forum because clearly it's, it's something that's of interest to people. So I wanted to create a space to have more of these conversations with other other professional healers doing their work. And immediately the term wounded healer popped into my mind. And there's a psychoanalyst, Carl Jung, who was, I think, first a protege and then a, and then a contemporary of Freud who really coined the term wounded healer. And his quote goes, the analyst must go on learning endlessly. It is his own hurt that gives the measure of his power to heal. This and nothing else is the meaning of the Greek myth of the wounded physician. And I looked into that a little bit deeper, and in Greek mythology, there's a character, Chiron, who is a centaur, by the way, which, fuck yeah, centaur, that's that's awesome. But so Chiron was hit by an arrow that caused a wound, and that wound never healed, but he went on to be a healer of others. So that's the backstory of the wounded healer. And I'm lucky enough in my life to have a ton of people who I'd consider to be wounded healers. And in my point of view, a wounded healer is someone who is bravely doing their own work while they're helping others. And in our business, we call it parallel process. When you sometimes find yourself walking right alongside your client, healing similar issues as them. I've had so many experiences where something comes out of my mouth that's completely relevant for, you know, what the client is experiencing and with my kind of mindful, watchful eye, I'll also be telling myself, hey girl, listen listen to your own advice, take your own advice, because this is something you need to hear too. So the point of this podcast is to have conversations with other wounded healers and create a community where we can learn and heal from each other. And also I want to cultivate a space where vulnerability and authenticity are not only, you know, shown, but celebrated. And I keep this quote from Brene Brown in my office and I'll read it to you. Authenticity is a daily practice. Choosing authenticity means cultivating the courage to be emotionally honest to set boundaries, and to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. Exercising the compassion that comes from knowing that we are all made of strength and struggle and connected to each other through a loving and resilient human spirit. Nurturing the connection and sense of belonging that can only happen when we let go of what we are supposed to be and embrace who we are. Authenticity demands wholehearted living and loving, even when it's hard, even when we're wrestling with the shame and fear of not being good enough, and especially when the joy is so intense that we're afraid to let ourselves feel it. Mindfully practicing authenticity during our most soul-searching struggles is how we invite grace, joy, and gratitude into our lives. So that's what I'm here to do is to invite grace, joy, and gratitude to continue in my life and hopefully to continue in your lives. And I hope to introduce you to some people who can inspire you and also that you can relate to at the same time. Because again, going back to this idea of the wounded healer, no one is perfect. No one has their shit together completely. And we're all in this struggle together. And I I think that's such an important concept to really explore in these times of divisiveness in our country. There are a lot of wounds that need to be healed and I believe that the only way we're going to heal those wounds is if we do it together. So I hope you enjoy and please join me for the rest of the episodes of Conversations with a Wounded Healer. 